0: Hello everyone, the Vern here from Cinema Recall, here to tell you about Newsly. Newsly is an all-in-one audio app for your iOS and Android phone. It picks up the most trending articles on the web and reads them to you in a natural human voice. For the first time ever, the entire web becomes listenable. Stop scrolling, start listening, go to newsly.me, use the promo code RECALL, and get one month free of their premium service. Check it out, and now, back to the show. This podcast may contain adult language, adult situations, spoilers, and some brief nudity, so parental guidance is adjusted. We have such sights to show you.
1: After about five minutes of this movie, you're going to wish you had ten beers.
0: Human sacrifice, dogs and cats living together, mass
1: hysteria. So, what would you little maniacs like to do first? Hi, I'm Jackie. Wanna play? Oh well. (laughs) La di da, la di da, la la.
0: Welcome back to the Cinema Recall podcast. Hello everyone and welcome to the Cinema Recall podcast. I am The Vern. Thank you so much for joining us and it doesn't matter if this is your first time or your 75th time, thank you so much for checking out the show. This episode is very cool because I got to interview actor Najara Townsend. She's best known for playing the role of Claire in the movie The Stylist. She was also in Contracted and Wolf Mother and I had a very fun conversation with her. Najara is very funny, heartwarming, Great. and I will say probably one of the most beautiful women on the planet. When you see her, you'll ask yourself, why isn't she more things? She's actually very cool, and I'm like, yeah, I know, right? So that was a fun conversation. Uh, my beautiful co-host Ashley cannot make to this episode because she had to take care of her kids and do the right mom thing, but she'll be back next week when we have author Scott Burtness talking about our favorite werewolf movies, so check that out. If you're a Patreon subscriber, patreon.com slash Pod, you'll get that episode ahead of everyone else. And then, also, should you know, folks know, too, that I'm a guest on some recent podcast episodes. I was on The Lambcast over at LargeAssTheMoviePlots.com, talking about the Halloween franchise from Halloween 2018 to Halloween Ends, the David Gordon Green saga. And then I was also a guest on That's The Bomb, Yo!, over at Rabbit Hole Podcast, hosted by Jason Soto. And I was joined by my co-host of Tales from the Double R, a Twin Peaks podcast, Ryan Luis Rodriguez, talking about the underrated Wes Craven horror feature, The People Under the Stairs. So that was a lot of fun. So you can find that over at RabbitHolePodcast.com. And then, yes, that's it right now. Uh, I think before we get into our episode with Najara, I'm going to play some quick ad spots as well as our sponsors. Get that shit out of the way. Don't forget to follow us on the Twitter sphere at cinema underscore recall. Join our cracker group, uh, which is called Crack Cinema Recall's Awesome Cinematic Club over on Facebook. Anyway, folks, I said everything I need to say right now. Love you all very dearly, and we'll get on the show very shortly. All right, love you. Bye.
1: continues to rage across the globe our valiant men and women have been winning battles as the war continues to march on hollywood continues to produce clone after clone of the films you used to enjoy there have been some defectors but most remakes continue to assault your sensibilities our small troop of trained experts continue to expose these imposters while showing hollywood a better way support the invasion of the remake by listening reviewing and subscribing your knowledge is power we're all in this together spread the word
0: Subscribe to Invasion of the Remake on all major podcast providers. New episodes dropping weekly at invasionoftheremake.wixsite.com slash podcast. It's The Vern again. So one thing I hate the most about watching movies is when I go to watch a movie or show on my favorite streaming site and seeing that the movie or show I want is only available in another country. What do you do? Well, I'll tell you what you do right now. You go to ExpressVPN, expressvpn.com slash cinema pod and get three months free of their services. Uh, ExpressVPN will give you access to view other movies and shows from other countries so find out what netflix is like in the uk find out what hulu is like in the netherlands again expressvpn.com slash Pod and get three months free of the services i hope you enjoy and happy movie watching everyone hey there classmates tune in to middle class film class every monday and wednesday for weekly movie news streaming picks and one deep dive review the batman trailer There was a teaser, there was a trailer, trailer one, trailer two, final trailer. I don't know if it's the same one. How many trailers do we need exactly? Leave an email or a voicemail to join in the discussion. Bullshit artist! Yeah, Yeah. buddy! You're going full Danzig. Right, I am. My my trans people have no power over me. This podcast is a proud member of the Let's Chat Club. Find out how you can become a member by going to the website let's Okay, so it's on stream. Okay, here. Now I can see
1: you. Okay. Yeah.
0: Now we've got. <laughs> We actually learned how to work technology, folks. Hello, welcome to Cinema Recall. Uh, we had me having, like, a breakdown there earlier. It's me yelling and screaming at the camera. People are just, I'm sure people signed on to this. They're like, the hell is this ranting, Lewis of a Raven Madman? uh but hello. <laughs> Hi. Welcome to the show. I promise you, usually we're much more professional than this. Uh, for everyone listening, we had issues with our time zones because Najara is in the UK. I am. And I'm in Minnesota. Yeah.
1: So, You're in Minnesota, okay. Minnesota. I didn't know. Minnesota.
0: Oh yeah, oh yeah, for sure, Minnesota. Uh, but yes, very excited and honored that Nishara Townsend is here. She's the lead actor from The Stylist and Contracted and Wolf Mother. She has a great uh, series on Instagram uh, called Yes Year, which is great a little show. She did like YouTube series. I don't know. Do you still do that YouTube series?
1: Um, we, are you talking about, like, the traveling stuff?
0: Well, The traveling stuff? But I even and liked it when you guys, like, had fun facts. That's my favorite thing, the fun facts you guys have.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Yes, here is a little strange because we had so many ideas for it. It started out as one thing, and then it morphed into something else. And we started doing fun facts just on Instagram to try to, like, keep doing something with each other. And through kind of, like, lives not – meeting up at the right time we haven't been able to do all the things we want to do but we continue to do fun facts because we can do that remotely yeah. and we love it
0: so i i really kind of love it too we do you guys put like okay. the, do you guys have a youtube series of all the fun facts you do like just uh is that available we, on the-
1: we used to i think um we took a break from fun facts for like six months and when we came back we stopped putting them on youtube okay So now they're just on Instagram. So there are like, there's like a series of fun facts on YouTube. So you can go back and watch. There's tons. But now if you want like weekly fun facts, they're just on Instagram.
0: All right. Very cool. Well, (laughs) I first got a, uh, I first saw you in the movie Contracted. Mm -hmm. And I was a very big fan of that movie because it's a very different type of horror zombie and body horror feature, and I was just completely mesmerized, and I was both terrified of your transformation in that movie. Uh, just really quickly, how would you get involved with that with that flick?
1: Um, okay, contracted actually. Um, Matt Mercer, who plays Riley in the movie, and he also produced co-produced it. Um, we ha- we did a short together. A very long time ago, I think I was 18 or 19. And um, we stayed in touch through like Facebook and we, that was kind of it. And then he he actually messaged me on Facebook a couple years later being like, hey, I'm producing this movie, do you want to read for it? And I was like, sure, like send me the script and let me check it out. And I like, I read the script and fell in love with it um, because it felt like such a different take on the genre. Um, and it was such an intense role that I really, I really wanted to do it. Sure. Um, so yeah so I I basically that was it he brought he brought me into the room I met the director I auditioned they called me back um did some more scenes and then they offered me the role and that was and that was it
0: nice very cool yeah um and then the big movie that I'm sure everyone saw you in was The Stylist uh directed by uh, our good friend Jill Dizian. and just really quickly how did you meet up with her?
1: Um, actually, that's connected to Contracted, because at the at one of the premieres for Contracted, at um, it was at a, the, a film festival in Palm Springs, um, the director introduced me to Jill. And hey. we met and we like talked and hung out that night. And then a few months later, she sent me an email being like, hey, like, I hope it's OK. I've reached out to you. I have this short. Would you be interested in, in reading it and possibly playing the lead? And I was like, yeah. And I read it, and again, I, I, I loved it. I talked with Jill. I loved her. Um, so she brought me out to Kansas City to shoot it. And then we, like, we the whole crew, kind of, we all fell in love with each other. <laughs> okay. and, and and then, you know, years later, we were able to make the feature.
0: That's so cool. And I got to imagine, too, that trying to, you know, promote a movie, especially from going from a short to doing, getting the money for a feature – has got to be really kind of painful stuff. Because I remember you and her posting stuff on Instagram and everything, trying to build the Kickstarter for that and really just do a lot of like grassroots promotion and trying to get funding for that feature. And because I remember the the short came out like in 2016, if I imagine right, 2016, 2017. Yeah. And the feature got done like around 2000, like, uh, Twenty and it—it's just that several years from a short to a feature has just got to be a long process. I mean, uh, how does that work in your—you know—your daily life there? I mean, uh, you're mainly an actor, um, but did you have to find other jobs and whatnot to get funded with this? Because I—I just don't know how that whole thing works out with like actors because I need mean, to get paid per role and. Just trying to promote things. This gotta be a big hassle trying to get a film like that to <laughs> the feature lane status.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, with the Stylist in particular, we there were a few years we were waiting because it was in the hands of other producers and they were looking for funding. And it eventually got to a point where Jill was like, I'm gonna wait, I feel like I'm gonna wait forever if I, we don't make this movie. So we were like, okay, let's let's go the Kickstarter route and try to raise this money ourselves and find investors ourselves and just like not go through other producers. Um, and that ended up working out for us. We were so lucky. I mean, the, the, her, the support from all the people who loved the short, it was just like, we were blown away by it. Um, but as far as being an actor, waiting for like roles to come in, obviously the stylist wasn't the only thing I, I did in those years. So yeah. I, I wasn't um, and it wasn't my only focus. it was one of my focuses. So um, I, I took other acting roles during that time. Um, I didn't take any like other, jo- other like, jobs in different. Uh, areas, I guess you would say, Um, but being an actor is always, it's the most unstable job until you're like an A-lister, like you're, you're kind of, you know, living from role to role. So sometimes, some, some years are great and you're like, this is amazing. And then other years you're like eating, you know, um, beans out of a can and like hoping for a a paycheck to come in. (laughs) So it's very roller coastery.
0: I know I'm lacking on a few of the movies that you see, you've you done. I've seen Contracted, I saw The Stylist, and I saw one called Wolf Mother, which I really enjoyed as well. Um, and i it's one that I know a lot of the movies are playing on 2 right now, but do any of these other features? I know they have physical releases, but it's hard to really kind of find them in stores. So, like, as an actor, and you've been in these movies I mean besides do you just use social media as a means to promote your work and what's the best way for you for people to view your stuff because I believe that after the stylist you will be booked on more and more high-level films because your acting and that is amazing same thing with the contracted and you're pretty uh you're funny and I'm pretty sure that producers everywhere would just be like oh yeah she's good but also, do you worry about now that you've been featured in uh, some of these uh, exploitation and horror films that you'd be typecast into this?
1: Sure, um, that's that's a lot of questions in I one. I know.
0: I'm sorry. My <laughs> mind is always just.
1: No, that's good. Always- um, let's see. Let's see where. Well, I'll start with the end because I can't remember the beginning. Um, I'm not worried about being typecast only because I love the horror genre. So, like. Sure. If I was if I was only to get horror movies for the rest of my life, that I'm just, I wouldn't be that upset about it. Um, so that's not that hasn't really been a concern of mine. I think it was a concern of mine when I was younger. Um, like I like I've, I've gone through different phases in my life. When I was a really small child, um, and I was in the industry, I was to- I remember being like eight and being told like Oh, mo- there's movie stars and there's TV stars. You have to pick between movies and TVs TV shows. And obviously that changed drastically. Changed. So like. There's been moments in my life where I've been like, oh, I only, I only want to do movies. I don't want to do, do TV, and then I don't. I don't only want to do horror. I want to do everything. But everything just ebbs and flows. You, you, you know, if you're working with people that you love working with, like, and you like the roles you're playing, then that's all that really matters to me.
0: And I don't want to dismiss on other like horror actors because like Barbara Crampton comes to mind. And she's an actor that's been involved in mostly just, like, uh, horror features. And yeah. I just love everything that she's done. So don't want to uh, dismiss on that. Um, and also uh, your uh, co-star of The Stylist. And why am I blanking on her name? Bria she. Grant.
1: Bria
0: Grant, that's right. The director of uh, Torn Hearts coming out yeah. soon. Yes. Uh, and also uh, other features such as uh, Lucky. Also yeah. playing on the Shutter as well, so yes, okay. uh, and I think she's also very well established in the horror fields. Uh,
1: yeah.
0: What I was trying to go back to my last point is <laughs> trying to promote your features.
1: Sure. Um. Yeah. I mean, I it's it's not always just on the actor. Obviously, it's also on like the the director and the production company and whoever they hire as like their PR company. Um, I will always try to promote things through social media. Um, and like, I mean, I guess like any way I can, I feel like social media is the best way to do so. Um, but I also, it all, like there have been movies that have come out of mine that, that people don't like the, whoever's in charge of them doesn't tell me like where you can see them. And I'm like, I can't find them. No one else can find them. So like you have to, I feel like I. It depends on the company that does the film and how much information they give the actor. Essentially, um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but I always, I, if you can and people can always like ask me directly if, if there's a movie that they're like, hey, I see, I see you did this movie, but I can't figure out where to find it. Ask me, and I'll do my best to give you information.
0: Okay. So, yes, I uh, am very curious about the darkness of the road.
1: Yes, that's what I saw in
0: here that I just not find. It really anywhere apparently it's, it's not to be so i will but that's funny i tried some of these i've tried searching before and i don't see it I, I didn't see it on there at the time but i will definitely want to watch this
1: um great it, yeah please do it came that came out last year i think so it's fairly new
0: it kind of reminds me of that movie um the road but not that i just it, because it's about merciless force and it's almost got like a Stephen King type of vibe to it. I'm judging this on basically on the posters that I've seen <laughs> and the video description that I saw. Sure.
1: Um,
0: yeah. But like, how do you like? Uh, and I saw that you were. Oh, there's one way I know that I saw that I forgot you were in that. Me and you and everyone we know. Yeah. Brand uh, to July. Mm. Yeah. How did you get hooked up with her?
1: Um. That That was great. I was 14 when I shot that film. Oh shoot. Okay. Yeah, so it was a long time ago. Yeah, <laughs> okay. Um, and it it was it was it, it was a great experience. It was my first experience. The film did really well at film festivals. Obviously, It went to Sundance yeah. and Film Festival. So that was my first experience going to film festivals and kind of being introduced to that world. Um, and it was amazing. It was life changing. It was totally life changing.
0: Do you okay? So with all these features that you've been in, especially because I know that me and you and everyone we know is being released on Criterion. Yeah. Uh, Do you get a cut of the money when it shows up on streaming networks or if it uh, it becomes out to DVD? Do you get like a cut of the residuals when?
1: Sure. That depends on lots of things. So um, I'm part of a union called the Screen Actors Guild, right? SAG Sag has it in place that you will get residuals off things. Um, It's a very small percentage of what you made during the movie. So you will get like tiny bits of money, but if you obviously before I was SAG, anything I did before that, I don't get residuals on. And also you can make other deals. Um, you don't have to just depend on SAG to get residuals. Like if you make a different deal in your contract when you sign on to a movie. So there are, it depends on the film, kind of how much money you see after the fact, if that makes sense.
0: Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. So just little small things here and there. Okay.
1: Yeah. Very there's, cool. There's so many times I've received a residual check from SAG and it's
0: oh, for one penny. <laughs> really? Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much. Okay. I'm going to buy a hotel with this now. <laughs> Appreciate that. Oh, the money I'll make with that. That's yeah. pretty cool. So I'll ask you this. <laughs> okay. uh, who have been your influences? I was like acting. Who are, who are the people that you look up to? Oh
1: my goodness. You um,
0: have? And it could be anyone like filmmakers, artists, musicians, I mean, who do you look up
1: to? Um, It's hard because it changes throughout the years. I mean, when I was younger, it was like trying to think. When I was younger, it was people like I I was really obsessed with musicals when I was a kid, (laughs) Um, musicals and older movies. So like I loved um, Bernadette Peters and Betty Davis. And um, I was I was I had like I feel like different phases of my life have gone through different people. I'm trying to think. I've always loved Juliette Lewis. I just think her career and her as a person is just phenomenal. Plus she's like a rock star, so she's- Oh, like, hell yeah. She's so cool. Oh. Um, I'm trying to think who else. There's an actress named Vera Farmiga, um, and she's oh. just, she's really, I just love her work.
0: She is really great, yeah.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: From the country he, and um, the- uh, Yeah.
1: Sure, I, yeah, yeah. She became, like, Hollywood A-lister after I found her. Um, I just, like started watching her movies. So she, um, she's in a also, lot of really good work in the past, too.
0: Bates Motel?
1: Oh, my gosh. I love Bates Motel. <laughs> yeah.
0: She was a very, very good normal Bates.
1: She was. She was great. So good. Yeah,
0: yeah. And she I, I like that role of hers because she is both someone that is terrifying, but, yeah, you understand her mental capacity she really was trying to do good and yeah. you can feel that t- turmoil in her character so much and i really enjoyed that
1: yeah 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 she's great i love i love her oh. um yeah. yeah i feel like i get inspiration from lots of different things too and like it, I don't. Yeah, it feels like it's ever evolving
0: all right uh <laughs> i do want to talk to you real briefly here about claire and the stylist uh exactly. because i almost kind of compare it to like a very sympathetic almost like frankenstein monster in a way because you love this person very much she has a lot of like social anxiety about things is unsure about people uh and really just wants to try to find a great friend and i want to ask you about this because i've had i've listened to comments about the movie and i want to ask you about this a lot of people say about the stylist well I don't understand why Claire doesn't have any friends or why she feels the way she does because she's very beautiful and beautiful people don't have, should not have uh, any table of like mental issues or problems. And I just would ask you about that. And I know me and my uh, co-host actually talked about this on the show and saying that, no, you can actually feel um, anxiety and turmoil no matter what your physical appearance is. And I'm not pretty sure if you actually had anyone come to you with that before because I don't agree with it, but I just want to get your take on that.
1: Um I haven't personally no one's asked me about this before. I haven't I haven't um I haven't had to answer a question like this before. Um but it's it's interesting that people would think that. I Do
0: you know what I mean? Like because like when people see like a uh, serial killer deranged they're expecting stuff like hunchback. You know, sure. killer kind of with like scars on their face or she has to be physically deformed and that's why she kills. Like, oh, well, it makes sense why she kills because she's physically deformed, or she mm-hmm. doesn't have any friends because she's quote unquote according to standards, you know, physically unattractive. So I was reading through reviews of the movie and say people are just commenting online saying, Well, this role is unbelievable because no one that attractive would ever have any mental issue problems there's no other serial killers I'm like there are have you looked in the past there are a lot of attractive women serial killers yeah
1: definitely um yeah I do yeah I I, yeah I I agree with what you're saying um Claire doesn't I Claire doesn't think she's attractive like that's you have to remember that how other people perceive you is not how you perceive yourself so Mm -hmm. The issues that she has are she she wants nothing more in the world than to be perfect and what she is is not perfect and um, and that is alienating and she is she is extremely uh, has a really hard time talking to people and feeling comfortable and not over analyzing every single thing she says so so making friends or remaining friends with people like she just she never learned that social skill that's not something she's capable of doing no matter how hard she tries she seems to only ever um kind of spiral into like obsession and destruction
0: and she wants to be noticed of all things that's her biggest thing in life she wants to be noticed by everyone she always seems to be uh ignored throughout things and she wants to be seen even when she goes to that party that one uh bridal party she still feels that she's ignored all the other bridesmaids are talking behind her back like why why did this girl bring the stylist with her like what's she doing here
1: well she wants to, but she wants to be seen in in the way that she wants to be seen so even when like because at the at that at the like that for example the bachelorette party she is, while she is like ignored and alienated the girls do talk about her and make comments about her but it just it, it's it's horrible for claire like it's not she's not being seen how she wants to be seen no matter how hard she tries she's like a weirdo to other people
0: yeah I, I <laughs> um, that's great. I just wanted to share uh, feedback on that. Just because I've seen comments about it and I know that it's something that we talked about on a show briefly before interview with Jill. And I'm like, oh, I should get the actor's perspective about the whole thing with like beauty and people's misconceived notions about uh, killers on screen. Because when you think about killers on screen, you think about someone has to be deformed and they had like a rough upbringing. Uh, I would be very curious to watch a sequel that has like maybe a prequel to this character and shows like the younger Claire. Yeah.
1: Uh yeah. I I don't I don't no I've never even talked to Jill about that. I wonder if she would ever consider it. Um we did we talked a lot about backstory, obviously, and what ha- what happened to Claire growing up and what her life was like. Um so it would it, it there I it would be interesting to if, see. <laughs> I have
0: to ask Victoria, if they actually did cast a younger version of you who would you want pitch? I don't put you on the spot. Do you have anyone that would come to mind like a younger version of you?
1: Um oh I don't know, but also like what age because what what age would you want to like it could be Claire could be like it it could it could span a decade or so. Like it, 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 I, I, that's a really hard question because those are the, yeah. the prequel do you see a six year old, you see a 10 year old, do you see a 15 year old? Like, because not just one event affects it, like changes a person's life, right? Like it's all these things that happen to you throughout your life. So, yeah, I don't know. And I, yeah, I don't know who I would want to play me younger. I don't think I'm off the top of my head. I can't think of like younger actors right now. I don't know. There's so day. much. I
0: there's so much thinking to be done. No, sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't mean to put you on the spot there about that, but I just thought about that. all. Right. Uh-huh. all right. And a lot of the actors <laughs> I came up with here are actors that were, you know, younger kids around like my age and whatnot. So now they're around your age. So I'm like, no, that's that's not gonna work. I thought. About, I don't know why, but I thought like Rachel Lee Cook. But I'm thinking Rachel Lee Cook back oh, in the 2000s. Yeah,
1: yeah. Now she she wouldn't work now because she I worked now. She's, yeah. I mean,
0: no, that's that's why I'm just like being messed up with that uh, <laughs> um. uh, uh. so since you are in a few horror films all yes. right do you and we're in the Halloween season right now are you uh do you have any favorite horror movies like what do you have like a, a Halloween tradition that you do every year do you watch a certain uh, like a certain horror movie you have to watch every year in Halloween do sure.
1: um I I don't. I used to have just the whole Halloween tradition of watch wanting to watch like like do a marathon of scary movies um, and kind of intermix classics that I love mixed with ones I haven't seen before. Um, but that's kind of changed because I have a toddler now. So, so, so we're now Halloween has to be a little more like, um, at least for him a little more, uh, I don't even know, like G-rated, right? Sure. So so I think this year we're gonna like watch Hocus Pocus and like we're really okay. bringing, bringing it down. But I, um, I've um, i always loved like classic horror movies. Rosemary's Baby is one of my favorite movies. Um, Halloween is always like a classic. Like I, li- I like to go back to classic horror movies when it's like Halloween time. For your kid. Yeah.
0: Can I recommend something? Yeah. It's totally G-rated. That's great, but it's got spooky vibes to it, and this is the first horror thing that I ever saw, and it scared me, and yet I was fascinated <laughs> by it at the same time. I think I can find a clip for you on YouTube, but it's called Berenstain Bears and the Spooky Old Tree.
1: I watched Bernstein Bears when I was a kid, so it was a TV show.
0: Yeah, but they but okay, so back when I was a kid, you used to have like these audio cassettes and books. Yeah. And I remember putting the tape of the Bernstein bears and the spooky old tree, and reading that. And it has this most creepiest tape of music. <laughs> that's great. And these effects. I mean, is you watch. Let's do it now. It's not gonna be scary, but for a young kid, I sure. was like little, little scared, not terrified. I didn't have nightmares, but it just made me feel fear. And that that's was the great. first thing I totally remember watching. Uh, I remember watching uh was that the Watcher of the woods oh yeah from Disney a lot of the old Disney movies were
1: yeah legitimately did good ter- did Disney did some terrifying movies back in the day um yeah there was one that t- t- traumatized me and I can't remember what it was called it might have been it might have been that the, the
0: was one. it something Wicked this way comes
1: no I don't think it was um I should find out what it was because it it like truly traumatized me for a long time even though now if I watched it it probably wouldn't be scary at all.
0: So. I mean return to Oz.
1: Return to Oz I think that would still scare me.
0: It's still pretty traumatizing no matter what age you're at, but I'm just saying <laughs> that's probably another one. Um yeah I mean there's yeah. always uh how old is your son by the way? Is he
1: he's only one and a half.
0: One and a half okay yeah. fair enough yes so
1: it's still a little baby
0: you won't probably quite understand the storyline but you know you, you kind of show yourself like pumpkins and skeletons and
1: oh know. yeah 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 we're, we're gonna pumpkin carve and we're gonna do a little trick-or-treat even though we're in England so they don't it's like not a, it's not Halloween isn't as big of a deal here either which is kind of a bummer
0: oh okay oh yeah
1: fair but enough. but I'm like making it a big deal
0: <laughs> okay, okay you put the you your husband put the decorations up and everything and just get that all yeah you will yeah. have to celebrate yeah. Halloween Hell yeah. You gotta do that. Very, very cool. Um, well, before we do go here, Nijara, uh, I need your help in helping out with some sponsor spots. All right. Okay. It's really easy to do. All right. Cause we are sponsored right now by express VPN and newsly. All right. So Nijara, I'll ask you this. Do you have issues of trying to view your favorite content, but you can't you go to Netflix, And you realize the show that you want to watch is no longer on there. What do you do? You just throw away your whole TV? Just smash your computer? Well, you don't need to. If you want to view content from other countries such as the UK or America or Canada, uh, you need to get an express tunnel. So go to expressvpn.com slash cinemarecallpod and get three free months other services expressvpn is a secure tunnel between your computer and the net and it protects it and you can view content from other sites. check out what the hulu has in the uk uh check out what uh netflix has in asia you can find out what disney plus has in the netherlands so yes expressvpn.com slash virtualpod get three free months of the services all right as one sponsor and then zara have you heard about newsly
1: I actually haven't,
0: no. Okay, so Newsly is an audio app for your iOS and Android phone. And what it does for you, it picks trending topics. You pick the topics that you are most interested in, and then it'll read you news stories in natural human voice. So for the oh. first time ever, the entire web becomes listenable. Stop scrolling. Start listening with Newsly. So those are Thanks. paid sponsors out of the way
1: that's great thank
0: you for, thank you very much for that
1: yeah uh, of course That's very handy for moms who can't like read they need to like yeah. listen to things so that's a good that's a good one to know about
0: see you know you can do all the news things right there it's just right there so you can be in the know yeah because i have a hard time being in the know places <laughs> i'm not even quite sure where i am right now so i appreciate <laughs> that very much um so yeah, I mean, uh, I, I asked this, Do you, is it okay to ask this? Do you have any upcoming projects coming up here soon that you're going to be?
1: Sure, yeah. Um. I have, yeah, I have, I think as of now, I have three films that are supposed to come out next year. Okay. Um, they are all horror movies. Yes, woo! <laughs> um, so that's good. Uh, one of them is called Bits. Um, and- wait,
0: wait, Bits, B-I-T-S?
1: b-i-t-s yes it's about okay. a video game that uh essentially comes to life and hunts people down but it's kind of funny
0: that movie. sounds amazing <laughs> um so do and, you know what year is it set in is it set like now or is it set back in the 80s or it's set
1: in present time it is actually okay
0: okay
1: um yeah so it's not it would it, i love um i just i'm blanking on what it's called what is it called when movies are set in different times Period pieces. <laughs> period piece, yes, yes. <laughs> period pieces. But um, but no, this is not set in a different time. Um, so that should come out next year. I also have another film. It's called The Devil Makes Three, and it's an anthology of three different shorts. Um, so I'm only in one of the shorts, but I I love my short. Um, because I've seen I've seen it. It's done. I'm really proud of it. Um, but they have one more to finish. So that should be they should be wrapping up production soon, and that should be next year as well.
0: Okay. So yeah, the bits. The other ones like an anthology movie, if I hear
1: it's, that right. Like... Yeah, anthology. So that it just means it's made up of different th- different films, essentially. Like um, trying to, th- I'm trying to think of an example. Um, uh, the ABCs of Death.
0: I remember that. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it was like different shorts within a film. Oh, sweet. So this is kind of the same concept. There's three short stories essentially within, and it makes up a movie
0: okay
1: yeah well yeah no. that's cool yeah uh, so that'll come out
0: would you ever since you've been in these few features have you ever considered maybe uh directing a movie would you ever want to help direct or
1: i have considered anything? this um it's my whole life i was like absolutely not i will never direct um and then a couple like two years ago um a friend of my, actually becca you know becca from yes here yep. um Becca and another friend of mine, kit, they came to me and they were like, hey, like they, they wanted to do, they wanted to make something. They're like, hey, let's make a short over the holidays, because why not? We've never done it, just like just the just the three of us. And I was like, okay. And they're like, you should you should direct. And I was like, what? Um, oh, that's a bad idea, but okay. So we did this little short together and I directed it. So I got a taste of what that would be like. And I didn't, I didn't hate it as much as I thought I would. Um, I realized that. For me to direct in the future it would have to be um obvious i mean i guess obviously something i'm really uh, passionate about um so if i ever find the right script or if i ever decide to write for some reason um then i would consider it I would maybe
0: consider well, it. Well, yeah yeah very cool i love that thank you so much here um so yeah so i that kind of ends my kind of questions that i want to asked you for the show i want to talk to you briefly about the the stylist and uh your work with that uh, i do want to recommend people to check out the arrow blu-ray that's out right now because it has a lot of great special features and behind the scenes footage and there's a commentary track from nijara and jill that's actually a really kind of a lot of fun because i believe they were watching it for the first time while well, giving the commentary on there, which is actually kind of a cool thing. I like that very much. I think you two should have your own podcast together, just talking about anything cooking movies. Uh, I think you should get Jill on your Yes Year show. I think Yes Year should be its own podcast as well, because you and I have just like this great vibe with each other. And I will listen to you two talk every week about basically <laughs> everything, which is great. Hey. You two are just so much fun to listen to and, um I, lo- I love how by this calls you Naj in videos that's like my that's so adorable and huge. Mm-hmm. i love that uh but i guess where can people find yes where can people find your stuff i mean where where's the best way for people to like if they want to view the yes Year show or check out your other features and everything i don't know if you have like a, a website you want to promote you want to promote your instagram or anything you want to
1: Sure, that's a great question. I think I've always um, directed people to Instagram. I'm trying to think: Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Even though Facebook is slowly like fading away for me, Um, so I would say Instagram is probably the most up to date. Um, I will. I I will. I'm considering. I had a website for a long time, and I stopped it after a while. Um, But I'm thinking of maybe starting a website again, so you see where all my stuff is, and maybe I maybe I can. Tell you where you can watch my movies. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, for now, Instagram is definitely the easiest and the best place to get everything. Um, There's links to Yes, You're on there, and and any anytime anytime I'm promoting something, it'll be on there.
0: Very cool. Very cool. Well, this has been just like, you know, a very huge honor to talk to you. I'm very excited about more of the features you have coming out and more things that you're doing. Um, Very, very excited to know everything that you're gonna be doing in the future. This is absolutely amazing. Uh, I gotta do a quick quick shout out here to my co-host Ashley. Uh, Sorry she couldn't be here, but she is at her kid's school and she has to take care of her kids. So she's doing that right now. That's why she's not here on this uh, program. She's trying to get back in time, but she's like, I don't think I'll be able to be back in time because I'm still dealing with my, having to be at my kid's school and have a drive back. She lives on a farm and her kid's school is like miles away. So by the time she gets here, I totally i totally get that but uh we'll be back on live later on tonight at conduit sound studios with our good friend scott burtness he is a horror author and we're gonna be talking about our favorite werewolf movies so that'll be happening later on tonight on the live program uh big shout out right now as i do in all of our episodes to our wonderful patreon supporters you can Pod. so no special order i gotta thank chris revel of let's chat with chris revel i gotta thank jen lydia and naomi of shocked and applaud podcast thank you i gotta thank uh, matt and ashley from ashley at the movies thank you very much gentlemen i gotta thank donnie roberts who wrote the book of the deep sea anthologies thank you donnie linda castro from bed knobs and Broomflits. uh mr jason soto from rabbit hole podcast jeanette mickenham from a.k.a jeanette thank you that's seven last person here oh yes harvey andrus who is me mine and ashley's guitar player for a no doubt cover band called your ex-girlfriend so thank you very much for all of our wonderful patreon subscribers i can't believe i remembered your names because my mind has been a big mess because of all the technical difficulties that happen here uh please check out past episodes of cinema recall on our website cinema recall .net. If you just type in Cinema Recall on your little computer thing, you'll find their episodes on there. We have a bunch of great episodes. Check out our past episode we did with Jill Kavark at end. That was a lot of fun one as well. Uh, yes, but thank you so much. The genre. This has been absolutely amazing. And I wish you all the best in your careers. Uh, go check out all of our features that are on Tubi. You know, go check out uh, The Wolf Mothers on there. And Contracted is on Tubi. And uh, that other one that I mentioned too, the uh, the darkness of the roads on there, uh, 2012 Supernova is on there. Do you have a big role in Supernova. I'll, I'll watch these movies, but I only, only want to watch them if you have like a big role in them.
1: I do have a big role in that, but it's okay. it's a, it was a long time ago that I shot that.
0: <laughs> I see. Yes, that was a long time ago. Yes. Okay. So all right. Uh, yes. But definitely check out her features. Uh, Dementia sounds good. Part dementia. two, sorry, dementia part two. Yeah. Do I need do I need to see part one before I see part two? Can I just watch you part don't. two?
1: They I are don't. not associated, so you can go straight into dementia part two.
0: All right. So horror comedy. See, okay. I gotta tell you something here. 2B has just been an amazing network for independent films. They've just been very great. I mean, do you make the do you make that some sort of deal where Tubi has to pay you a lot of money?
1: No, I wouldn't know about that because that would be between the filmmaker and, and Tubi, but I can't okay. imagine you make tons of money on it. That's um, fair. And I haven't seen anything personally from that platform, so I don't know. Right.
0: Uh, well, how do we get your name in the hands of uh, bigger A-list studios and directors? What do we
1: have to do? <laughs> I wish I knew. Um, I have no idea. I have no clue. I gotta, I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing. And um, right. we'll see what we'll
0: see what happens. Well, I'm loving everything that you're doing. You are, you know, uh an acting royalty. This has just been a huge honor because I've been a fan of the features that I saw. I'm like, Yes, please. I'm hoping you get huge like when I saw it Contracted, I'm like, that woman's a star right there. Holy crap.
1: My that greatest. was amazing. Yeah.
0: And then I saw the stylist. I'm like, why hasn't this woman got an Oscar yet? What <laughs> is wrong? <that? laughs> why do you not i mean uh i think uh who's the guy who made uh fuck that doctor sleep movie and um, um charles dean mike, sh- oh, mike flanagan
1: mike
0: oh mike flanagan yes let's get you involved in one of his features let's have you be involved in the next uh haunted hill house <laughs> or something like that and do you know him i will i will reach out to him i will email i'm sure i can find him on twitter and be like, all right I got the next star for your show. Just let's do this.
1: I I, I mean, if enough people do that, maybe it would work. I don't know. And I'd
0: ask (laughs) you if you and Jill ever make a horror feature again. Yes. All right. I so badly want to be like a victim. I don't care. I just want to just have, I want to be like murdered in gruesome ways. I want to be like a creepy guy they just murdered. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) <laughs> if, you, if you ever do make a sequel i don't care if it's just a quick little role where i walk on and you like slit my throat or something i'm like i just
1: He's i wouldn't be kill.
0: killed in a horrible okay. great
1: good to know. I will, I know we will keep your name down for that we will come <laughs> or, to you when we need you or it's like
0: a walk-on appearance right there would be just epic I me and ashley can just show up there and we can just like walk <laughs> on i would just freaking love that but we got you going here i know you got stuff to do thank you so much for taking time out of your day
1: of course. Thank you. I'm sorry for all the confusion. I, 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 I live in a different country. It's, it's okay.
0: Fun. This is my fault, too. We just had different times, so I'm glad you are able to do this today. I hope you have yourself an amazing week.
1: Thank you, An Me amazing
0: too. weekend, and I wish everyone watching a very great day as well.
1: Yeah. Thanks. This podcast
0: is a proud member of the Lamb Podcasting Network. Find the network at largeassmovieblogs.com. here. Uh, first of all, thank you so much for checking out that episode. Najara was a very great guest and if you enjoyed our conversation with her, Please head on back over to our site and look for our interview with Jill Kavardizian. She is the director of The Stylist, in which Najara Townsend was the lead-in, and that was a fun conversation as well. Do some of our stories overlap? Yeah, they may, but I promise you it's still a fun show, and Ashley is actually on that episode, so that's another cool reason to check that out. Anyways, folks, love you all very much. Thank you so much for listening,